Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Hey, yo. Welcome in for our top 10 QB review of the 2020 season, where we are going to be breaking down the top 10 quarterbacks from this past year and kind of looking at our thoughts and what we think they can do moving forward. And this is one I'm very excited about. Every year, there's quarterbacks who come from the later rounds that break out, uh, quarterbacks who surprise, disappoint. I'm excited. I really enjoy the quarterback position and what they bring to fantasy football. And I'm curious to get your guys' perspectives on it. This is going to be fun. This is going to be really fun. I had a lot of enjoyment filling this out and uh, (laughs) comparing it to our predictions at the beginning of the season. So there's yeah. a there's a couple surprises in here and a couple of of quarterbacks where we're like, yeah, why didn't we put him in? <laughs> For example, number two. Uh, but, hindsight uh, is twenty twenty. And starting out strong, the number one QB of the twenty twenty season was Josh Allen. Whoa. Uh, this was a big surprise to me. I really didn't think he was going to take this big of a step forward. And that's really what he did. Uh, the Bills added Stephon Diggs, gave a first-round pickup for him, uh, which I thought was overpaying. But yeah. holy cow, Diggs was yeah. a beast this season, and so was Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. This Bills team really allowed Allen to do what he does, and that's throw footballs over the moon, uh, be athletic. Uh, he can he can rush. He can throw. He can really make any throw in the field. He's got tremendous arm strength, and he really is vertically minded. He does like to like to sling it. And with receivers like John Brown, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, he really can. Uh, this is a team that didn't really have any rushing game at all. So it did come down to Josh Allen, and he performed in a major, major way. Yeah, he uh, like you said, rushing was a was a big thing. Josh Allen, read you the stats there. He had 421 rushing yards for eight rushing TDs, which was pretty solid in in terms of uh, rushing touchdowns from quarterbacks. More than Lamar Jackson. More than Lamar Jackson. So, uh, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it. And then in (laughs) in terms of of passing, uh, 4,544 passing yards, 37 passing TDs, and 10 interceptions. So uh, top tier in passing yards and passing TDs. um, One behind the uh, league leader passing TDs. So. Yeah, no, that was an awesome season. This Bills team has really come alive, uh, and I don't see any reason why this would change. I think he can be a perennial uh, top five quarterback. He's young. He's got the talent surrounding him, uh, and the coaching staff you know, hasn't changed, so I wouldn't expect anything major. I think Josh Allen's a lock for top five this next season. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, Do you think... Next year, there's a there's a chance where he would be ranked higher than Mahomes in a draft. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you would I, go. I can't imagine. Yeah. You okay? I was just I was just curious if there is a if there's a world where you can imagine that. I in still can't. I can see him too, though. I can see him. Yep. Yeah. I think rightfully so. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and at the current number two for the 2020 season is my boy A. A. Ron Rogers. MVP. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers had an absolutely amazing season after a very down year last year. I, I thought he was done. 
Uh, I didn't necessarily think he was washed up, but I thought his days of slinging it were over. They did not yep. draft a uh, pass catcher in the no. draft. No, uh, much to my chagrin. But Aaron Rodgers was on fire. Over 4,000 passing yards, led the league with 48 touchdowns, mm-hmm. only five interceptions. Which uh, is huge. The, yeah. the least amount yeah. of interceptions thrown out of this top 10 list and almost the, the least amount out of uh, starting quarterbacks. So. Yeah, and this was the most passing touchdowns of his career. I mean, he he really. I mean, he and he has a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. So, imagine if they drafted a cor- uh, wide oh receiver. God. Yeah. Imagine T. Higgins. Imagine Ugh. Higgins. Yeah, on this furious. team. Oh my gosh, is that who you could have drafted? Yes. Oh, we could have drafted anybody. Ugh. Crap. Very irritating. That anyway. Is... <laughs> my God. Um. Yeah. Going back to Aaron Rodgers, I love the guy. This I think this is a major outlier season, and there is some huge positive regression here. Uh, Aaron Jones scored a ton of touchdowns last season. Mm-hmm. Not so much the case this year, and those touchdowns really did go to Aaron Rodgers. Um, not that Jones will be back next season, uh, but I think it will be a much more balanced offense next season, and yeah. I, I just think it's foolish to expect this to happen again. So will we show more respect to Rodgers next offseason? Yes, absolutely. However, I think he's nearer 10 than he is one. Nice. That's a good way to put it. Uh, MVP, right? Locked and loaded. Oh, yeah, he okay. absolutely should be. Without a doubt. I don't know yep. why I'm asking you. Of course. It, yes. Yeah. I have a Rogers jersey and I yeah. proudly wear it on Sundays. Yeah, I have a uh, all black Jared Allen jersey. Minnesota Vikings. I, uh, I heard. I don't, I don't know where I heard this the first time, but it's a rule of thumb. It's inappropriate to wear a jersey of a player who's younger than you. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. I, I, that rule, you know, funnily enough, I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's um, kind of that's kind of funny. I can't, right? Yeah, can't really wear a to a jersey now. I think. There you go. Uh, number cool. three is Kyler Murray. Uh, we had him ranked five before the season, so he, he stepped up in a big way. Yeah. Top three in a great quarterback year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he did a great job. 11 rushing touchdowns, almost 4,000 passing yards. He, he threw 26 touchdowns, but 12 interceptions. But he made up the difference with rushing. Uh, that is where he is a difference maker. He does have that ability. Uh, I don't think it shows any signs of, of uh, I guess, changing. My yeah, biggest concern is Cliff Kingsbury. He Ooh, seemed okay. like he was a little out of his depth this season. Play calls, the way he managed games. He took a step I don't back. Think, yeah. yeah, I think it was a step back. You know, they ran a lot of plays, but I don't necessarily think they highlighted what Kyler can do as well as it could have. So Kyler Murray, I think, is a top five for sure because of that rushing ability. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a reason I like him so much more than Lamar is he's the rushing of Lamar with arm talent. You know, he yeah. can make those passes. He's a mini <laughs> Russell Wilson. That's exactly what he is. I, I think he's like a ball. mini Russell Wilson. That's better than Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, he, he can. Potentially, yeah. He's a fantastic player. I think the coaching needs to figure out how best to use him. Yeah, um, it, it looked like in, in that coaching aspect, it looked like Kingsbury was almost trying to play it safe for Murray. Didn't want to take the risks. Didn't want to 
fully unleash Kyler Murray this season. I think he was trying to hold him back. Maybe it was just because he didn't want to injure Murray, but well, yeah, and making mistakes. I mean, he is mistakes, a little mistake yeah. prone, so I think mm-hmm. there is that part of it. But man, you got the hold Ferrari. You got to let it drive. Got to let it drive, man. Number four, we have, in my opinion, the best quarterback in football, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot to say here. 38 passing touchdowns, six interceptions, two rushing touchdowns. He has phenomenal wide receivers and a team built around him. Hmm. I mean, I really don't have much to say. It's Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I'm going to have him ranked number one going into next season just because he is all reliable. I don't worry at all what he's capable of. Um, yeah, and so. and you know how good he is uh, because by the time that this episode comes <laughs> out, he would have won his second Super Bowl. So <laughs> there's your, you know, you're gonna look really dumb if he does not win. I'm gonna look so stupid. Oh my gosh! Why As did if I you say need that? any help with that, that was so uh, pointless to say that. That was terrible. Anyway, bringing us to number five, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. The biggest question mark going into the 2021 season with a abysmal, abysmal Texan team missing DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. having a wide receiving cast of Kiki Cutie, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, and Will Fuller. He got it done. He was fifth overall, almost 5,000 passing yards, 33 touchdowns. He led the league in passing yards with a group of subpar <laughs> receivers. Wilford. That poor guy. Um, and he is, of course, in the center of some controversy with regards to where he's going to play next season. Uh, and obviously, how he's going to do next year is entirely dependent on where he ends up. Absolutely. If he's with the Dolphins, I mean, he's top five. I, I really yeah. think the only landing spot he's not a top five is if he ends up with the Bears or the Jets. Okay. I agree with the Bears. I completely disagree with the Jets. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and that the reasoning behind that is because the Bears 100% agree because they're going to lose Allen Robinson. Potentially. Uh, there it goes. Do you think he stays go. if they get Watson? Uh, no, I think he's done with the Bears organization. And uh, I think that he wants to go with Watson. But he would he would follow Watson anywhere but the Chicago Bears. I think that that's uh, they've had a terrible relationship. Um, I think that the the Jets is the best landing spot for Watson because they have the third most cap space, second most cap space, excuse me, in the league. They have assets to trade. And I predict, um, I've said this for a couple weeks now, Watson to the Jets for Darnold and two first rounders. And then the Jets are going to sign Allen Robinson. There you go. With Watson on the Jets with Robinson and Crowder and Perriman and Mims. That's a good team. That's a really good offense. I would be all for that. Yeah, that'd be great. But, um, yeah. Number six, we have Russell Wilson. We had mm-hmm. him ranked four. Uh, and really, Russell Got Wilson really is a, a tricky quarterback to judge. He is the most roller coaster type quarterback. He has amazing games. And then he has games where he loses the week for you. He just mm-hmm. absolutely disappears. So... You know, I've kind of changed my tune. You know, we had him ranked four going into the season. He ends at six. We were pretty close. 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, only two rushing yards, or (laughs) not two rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns. 
Um, you know, the Seahawks made some moves this offseason, and it sounds like they want to be a little more balanced with the run. Uh, they really did throw the run out the window this past year uh, with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They want to be more balanced, uh, and they really weren't this past season, and I think to the deficit of this team. So, you know, Russell Wilson, love the guy. I'd be thrilled if I got him in the late rounds. Um, but yeah, I, I'm too not all that risk. optimistic. Yeah. yeah and and truly, you know, Andrew, you're a gambler. Yes. I would love a 40 point game from Russell Wilson. Yeah. But I also don't want to risk a 11 point game from Russell Wilson. Exactly. And that that is uh, that has happened. That has happened. Yeah, Week three absolutely. was his best against Dallas. Thirty six point eight points. Um, you know, that's five TDs, 315 yards. I think that's when DK had like three TDs to his name. And uh, I'm pretty sure I played you that week anyway. Uh, mm, and then thanks. you look at, you know, week 10 against the Rams, no TDs, no TDs, two interceptions and a fumble. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I do like taking risks, but when it comes to quarterback, I like to play a little bit more safe. So, so like you said, Wilson later rounds, absolutely love him because of his upside. However, this inconsistency from this year has, uh, has caused me to, to think a little lower of him. I, I, I expect a top 10 finish still next season, but he could be in the lower half. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of red flags there and not necessarily because of Wilson. Yeah. That's a Uh, a very good point. At number seven, a surprise with Ryan Tannehill. Andrew, he is your boy. So awesome. Um, You know, congrats to Tannehill. He has completely turned his career around, and he looks legitimate with this Tennessee Titans team. Um, They have wide receiver talent with Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, uh, Giannu Smith, and he's making the most of it. Uh, Very good at, you know, not making mistakes. 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. Man, kudos. He is steady Eddie at the quarterback position, and I think you can feel very comfortable getting him in the later rounds to be your yeah. QB1. He he also got a heck of a lot of rushing uh, touchdowns. He got seven rushing touchdowns this season. Yeah, yeah, he was That's, a wide receiver in college, uh, so he really does have that yeah, ability to run after. Weird. Yeah. You don't expect that. Like, if you told me at the beginning of the year, Who's going to get more rushing yards, Deshaun, or rushing touchdowns, excuse me, um, Deshaun Watson or Ryan Tannehill? I'd say Watson all the way. I'd say Wilson over Tannehill. Heck, I'm, I would almost, I would say Brady and Tannehill would, would have the same amount of rushing TDs. <laughs> just because that's kind of what I think of Tannehill. But man, those, those seven rushing TDs really helped out last season. Really oh, absolutely. Yeah, that makes a huge, huge. difference in fantasy. So good for him, man. Good for Tennessee. Good for Ryan Tannehill. I love it. Everything about that. Do you think he's top ten going into next year? Uh, I mean, I it's lower top ten. Uh, I know <laughs> the it's a doubt. little early. You doubt. But I gotta say no. Wow. I, I just uh, it could change by the beginning of next season when we come out with the top ten quarterbacks for the twenty twenty one season. But there's so much competition now. I mean, you yeah, got players like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields coming into the league. Um, Joe Burrow's going to have a full season, hopefully. You don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm going to say it's borderline. So 
Okay. The fringe top 10. I dig that answer. Mr. Don't want to commit. At number commit, eight, uh, we had Tom Brady, the ageless wonder. You know what? There's not a whole lot to say. He was great with this supporting cast. He managed to get over 4,500 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, only 12 interceptions, wow. and three rushing That's touchdowns. Uh, great stat line for mm-hmm. for a great quarterback. You know, as long as he's healthy, I think he's one of those late round people you can just grab in the double digit rounds and places your starter and feel pretty yeah. good about it. Absolutely. Uh, the the funny stat that I that I found is he did get those three rushing touchdowns, but he only ran for six total yards. So <laughs> that's pretty funny there. Uh, Brady was that player that I predicted at the beginning of the season that we didn't have in our top ten that could be top five. Yeah. Uh, this season, so I'm I'm pretty proud of his performance yeah. here. Yeah, you I don't should. think eight is is too bad. Um, but yeah, he's Tom Brady. He's the goat, and uh, you know, you you know how good he is. By the uh, by the time you're listening to this, he's already won his seventh Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I better cover cover all grounds here. Oh gosh, yeah, I will not classic be wrong, Andrew. Oh man, um, yeah. So he's 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 the goat. So well, good good performance out of him. Surprise. And next year. I would expect pretty much similar. I would say he's kind of in that Ryan Tannehill category. That I would rather team. have Tannehill because he's younger mm-hmm. and uh, a much better rusher. But man, if I push off quarterback and I end up with Tannehill or Brady, I'm yeah. a happy camper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next up, we have Lamar Jackson. Uh, an interesting season from him. Started out very, very cold. Marquise Brown and him were not on the same page. Uh, this team struggled, but they ended up leading the league in rushing. So their running backs became a much bigger part of it. And towards the end of the year, Lamar Jackson really started playing well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think people are going to give him too much hate for this past season. Mm-hmm. I think he's still young enough to be a great rusher. So. You know, I have him as a top five quarterback going next, into next season. Yeah, me too. But this, too. you saw his downside when things are not mm-hmm. clicking well. He really struggles. And we saw that for a big chunk of the season. Even yeah. with the struggling season, he still ended up top 10. So he absolutely has that upside. And the rushing is a cheat code. So I still really like him. I would not want him in a dynasty. Uh, but next season, you know, we had him ranked two going into the season. Uh, and I think he, I think he can be top ten. I mean, really, it would not be hard for him to get that value. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the point that you made about people are going to look at this season and have a really bad taste in their mouth. Um, but towards the end, he performed really well, and I think that after looking at last season, a lot of people are going to pass on him or rank him lower. Uh, so there could be a hoping I, I don't know this yet, obviously, but I'm hoping that there there could be a an opportunity to draft Lamar Jackson and let's say like a sixth or seventh round instead of a third or fourth. So, yeah, and, no, and I and think that would perform, be a league winner. Yeah, he could perform top level still. It's just an off. It's an off year they, that the, the Ravens offense has a lot to work out. And so does Lamar Jackson just individually so but he he has potential still being a, a top three quarterback next season yeah I dig it and top 10 rounding it out 
is mm-hmm. our boy, especially Brendan's, yep. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. The rookie wonder. Yep. I'll be honest, I was wrong. I really didn't see what the Chargers saw in him. Uh, but after watching him play this season, he's the real deal. He's legit. He's, he's doing what Philip Rivers couldn't. He's making mm-hmm. those aggressive down the field throws. You know, he has the arm strength of Josh Allen. Uh, and okay, I'm I just kind of thought of this and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but I think he could be the next Josh Allen. Um, granted, play styles are the same. Yeah. It wasn't a full season. Yep. And, you know, a lot can be you know, a lot can change, especially yeah. with this uh, head coaching staff changing um, in. That's important. Yeah. In, in L.A. But Herbert, you know, he has that raw ability that I think I think Allen has. Uh, and if Herbert continues to grow, he could easily be a top five quarterback. You know, he Absolutely. is primarily a passer, but he had five rushing touchdowns. He is athletic enough to get it done on the ground. Uh, I really like him. He has nothing but potential. He's on a team that has good receiving core. And I think they're going to highlight that in the drafts moving forward. Now that they finally have a actual quarterback at the helm, they can commit to it. So I think sky's the limit. Justin Herbert, I think his ceiling is between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And his floor is, I'm trying to think, I think his floor would be, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know. Not the best, but still absolutely usable capable. in fantasy. Yeah, capable week in, week out. So, yeah, Herbert, man, it's uh, there. There's been some weeks. There was multiple weeks where Herbert was the number one quarterback. So that, like, for example, uh, week seven. I know it was against Jacksonville, but it was a very good game. Very good performance out of him. Three hundred fifty passing yards, uh, three passing TDs, and rushing TD. That's great, but when when you look, there is some inconsistency, and that's just due to you know him being a yeah. rookie. Um, but you know, week thirteen, two hundred and nine passing yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. That's the the ceiling before. So I, I think that the more experience he gets, the higher his floor gets. So yeah, very excited for him this season. I might be a little too optimistic about him. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, he he could potentially be uh, number five next year in my predictions. Who Whoa. knows? I'm going to die again. We got a while. I got to see, uh, you know, training camp. I got to understand this new uh, head coach, but sky's the limit for this guy. The NFL is more fun with optimism. So, Andrew, mm-hmm. I am all for it. That rounds out the top 10 QBs from this 2020 season. Uh, some honorable mentions, Kirk Cousins, Matt yep. Ryan, Derek Carr. I How hate all of them. Rough so is that, but that's, that's 11, 12, 13. That. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's and 11, I, 12, 13 right there. I hate you for making me say those names out loud. Yeah. How crazy is that? Anyway. Uh, here's a question for you. Yep. In your opinion, yep. biggest surprise. Biggest surprise on this list. So I know there's players like Herbert. Right. But going into the season, Brendan can vouch for me. Uh, I thought that Herbert was a top talent. I thought that he was the best quarterback coming out of this draft. Um, unfortunately, I don't think I've said it on recording. Um, <laughs> sure. But I remember in our in our fantasy draft in our dynasty league, 
Brendan didn't know what quarterback to pick. I said Herbert because he he's the best quarterback out of this draft. Anyway, uh, so that's not that surprising to me. Tom Brady, again, I've predicted him top five. That's not surprising. Um, I'm torn between Lamar Jackson and ninth. I'm going to go mm. with the other one, though. I'm going to go to Sean Watson, fifth. I think that's I think that was surprising to me. Deshaun Watson in fifth. I know that we ranked him sixth. Uh, however, I was very pessimistic about his performance. Even during the season, I I didn't really look at him as a top quarterback. But like we talked about earlier, he led the league in passing yards. That is huge. He had more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers, who had an MVP season. So, you know, the touchdown to interception ratio is pretty nice as well. And he did that without a star receiver. So I would say Deshaun Watson is the biggest surprise for me. How about you? That's a great one. Uh, I'm going to go with the cop out. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I kind of oh, yeah, wrote him off for dead. You know, he was outside my top 10. Uh, and I I thought he was done, especially with the Packers apparently giving up on him as well. Yeah. But, man, he showed us all MVP caliber season mm-hmm. for a Hall of Fame player. It, it all happened. It had the positive regression. Devonta Adams was healthy. They really shared a strong, strong connection. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll be able to repeat at this level. I think he can be top 10, but you know, I think that might be a stretch. So for the 2020 season, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers, everything coming together the way it should. He was confident. Play calling was in his favor. It was great. Aaron Rodgers 2020 season was a huge surprise to me. Awesome. Um, next surprise, or I guess next question rather is who will not be on this list next year? Um, I'll go first. Yeah, you take this one. You know, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to double dip. I, it would not surprise me if he is not a top 10 next season. You know, if they do decide to, you know, go away from the pass, if they decide, you know, Aaron Rodgers go back to being a game manager. If he gets less efficient, his efficiency was crazy this past season. Devontae Adams gets hurt, you know, which is not unlike Devontae Adams. You know, replace some of those passing touchdowns with rushing touchdowns for the running backs. It's a very different season. So I think Aaron Rodgers, as much as that would pain me, because that would not be good for the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers might not be on this list again next year. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Tannehill. Glare that, uh, that I talked about earlier that I, I don't think he's going to make. I think that Brady has a better chance of making the top 10 over Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and that's just because of the offense. You look at the Buccaneers, they, they are a pass heavy offense. The Tennessee Titans, they're run first. They're give, they give the ball to King Henry. That is their game plan. Um, and I think with, with, more competition at quarterback. I think that there's a chance where Tannehill could still have this good of a season, this high level performance. However, I think that with the competing quarterbacks with, for example, Dak Prescott coming back from injury, kind of forgot about him. Joe Burrow, like I talked about, uh, even Baker Mayfield has potential. Um, I think that with, with so much of uh, competition for a top 10 quarterback spot, I think that Tannehill is the most likely to be out next year. Hopefully not. Love Tannehill, but... Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, too much competition. Yeah, respect for that. 
Um, and Andrew, the final question I have for you today is what player will be on this list next year that isn't on it this year? Good question. Do you want me to go first? I can take I would one. like you to go first. All right. My obvious my, my the obvious answer that I immediately want to spit out is Dak Prescott. That's just because he was top level quarterback. He just unfortunately was injured. Yeah, However, that's, that's I feel like injuries, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a cop out. So I'm going to go a little bit bolder and I'm going to go with someone that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I guess more like near and dear to my fantasy team. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That is a bold prediction because the Eagles don't have good receivers at all. However, uh, I mean, they're going to draft one this season. They're going to draft a wide receiver first round. Um, don't know who it's going to be yet, but with the 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 dual threat capability of Jalen Hurts, the the passing and the rushing, uh, I think that he is a very high ceiling. He has a very low floor as well, but I think that uh, Jalen Hurts, if he is the starter in Philly, which it looks like he's going to be, I think that there's a a chance where he can be a wild card, a dark horse for the top ten. We'll see. Uh, we'll see when we make the predictions. He might be my player that I that I predict, but as of right now, I think Jalen Hurts has tremendous upside. So I'm going to go with him. That is a great pick, and I like the boldness. I think you could absolutely be 100 percent right if he is the starter, or if they trade Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my pick, this might be low hanging fruit, but give me Matthew Stafford. Um, Good one. I I was going to pick him. I really feel like Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Fame caliber player. He won't be, but he has the talent. And if he hadn't been wasting away in Detroit, I think he would be in the conversation for best quarterback of all time. Um, Detroit wasted his talents, but he is now in a system with a offensive genius, Sean McVay. uh, And he has talent around him to really, really crush it. Uh, Robert Woods, uh, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson is a player I am super, super excited about yeah, this upcoming Josh season. Josh Reynolds. There too. Um, you have Gerald Everett. You really have a, a lot of talent. And more importantly than the talent is a coach who knows what the crap they're doing. So, <laughs> you know, put hey, Matthew Stafford well with a team that's winning mm-hmm. and a coach who knows how to utilize him. You know, it's like we saw last year with Tom Brady. You know, there are a lot of question marks. You know, can a quarterback coming to a new team get it done? Now, Matthew Stafford is no Tom Brady, but this is a one of the better rosters in football. And, you know, I don't think there is any player on this roster as good as Kenny Galladay was as the receiver goes, but it's Matthew Stafford, and these players are good enough to really get it done. So rather than having one elite player, he has a bunch of really good players. And Cam Akers is a really good pass catcher. And we saw over the years with Detroit, um, you know, DeAndre Swift, Joy Bell. Um, we had all these pass catchers who just really, really thrived. Um, so Cam Akers, I think this boosts his value in a huge manner. You know, similar to how Aaron Jones works for Aaron Rodgers. I think that's what we're going to see with Matthew Stafford and Cam Akers. So I think the sky's the limit for this Rams team this upcoming season. I think they are Super Bowl contenders, and Matthew Stafford will be a big reason why. 
Wow, I wish you can see my face right now. I'm <laughs> I'm like amazed because the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Because what what does Stafford what the Lions game plan is get down by 20 points and then Stafford has to try his best to to catch up. Mm-hmm. But if you give a a if you put Stafford on a team with a top defense and a balanced offense, wow, that gives him that gives him time to to make the plays he wants to make doesn't have to force anything he's gonna have a lot less turnovers holy crap yeah the more i think about it, the more i like it very very good pick thank you very much and andrew that wraps up our top 10 qbs of the 2020 season uh, everyone thank you so much for listening we do greatly appreciate it uh tune in later uh we will be bringing you a top 10 running back recap of the 2020 season. We'll go through a pretty similar format, break down all the players to you. Uh, If we could ask a small favor, if you could please leave a review on whatever platform it is you are choosing to listen to us on, it would make a huge difference to us, help get the word out there. Once again, thank you, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.